No matter how much we know or think we know about God and His Word, there is always more. Today on Always More, Rebecca Keener discusses how the Holy Spirit is relevant to our everyday lives. He is the one who is our comforter in times of need and gives us the power to live a victorious life. Now, here's Rebecca. Welcome everybody to Always More TV. I'm Rebecca Keener. We've been studying on the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And I hope you've been able to be with us these last couple of weeks. And today our, our study is going to be on the gift of faith. So we look forward to God showing us some great things on the gift of faith. Let's have a word of prayer and we'll get right into our lesson. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for every single person watching today. We thank you for this study on the gifts of the Spirit and all that you are showing us through the Word of God. We pray that you would anoint our ears to hear a word in due season. Bless everyone watching at home today and let them grow in their faith and mature in the power and the strength of the Holy Spirit. In your holy and precious name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, we have been looking at, if you would turn in your Bible to 1 Corinthians 12, uh, in uh, verse 8, actually, through verse 14. We've kind of been concentrating on those past verses. And um, we have been um, already looking at the word of wisdom and the word of knowledge in the last two weeks. And then, of course, the next one that Paul mentions is the word of faith. So we've broken down the different types of gifts and the fact that there are diversities of gifts Actually, Paul mentions nine gifts, and he desires for us to have these gifts and to flow in the gifts of the Spirit. And who doesn't love gifts? Amen. Especially at Christmas time and birthdays and anniversaries, we all love gifts. Well, today we come bearing gifts. They're free gifts. And how many of you know that the greatest gift that we can have in, in life and all of eternity is salvation through Jesus Christ. You know, you can have healing, you can have wisdom, you can have knowledge, but if you don't have salvation, you, you have nothing. Amen. The greatest gift we could ever have is salvation and the gift of the precious Holy Spirit who comes bearing these gifts and these wonderful uh extraordinary abilities that he gives each of us so that we can function uh, for his kingdom, the building of his kingdom, and the furtherance of the gospel of Jesus Christ. It cannot happen without his gifts. Amen. So we're looking at uh, verse number 9, 1 Corinthians 12 and 9, that says, To another faith by the same Spirit. So we see faith is mentioned singled out as one of the distinct gifts. Now, Paul talks about that the Holy Spirit gives us these distinct gifts in each of our lives. There's a distinct difference in each of these gifts, and there is a distinction on the person who operates in that gift. Now, we see in the Bible that Paul operated in all nine of the gifts of the Spirit, and it, it is, God is, of course, no respecter of persons. If Paul was given those nine gifts, he desires for us to operate in all nine gifts. But it behooves us to ask the Father for the gifts. We go to him and we say, Father, 
you know, if there's a season of time or a situation that we're facing where we need that special gift of faith, then we ask the Father, the Heavenly Father, to give us that gift in the Holy Spirit. First um, Corinthians 12 and says the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. And so when, when you are operating in that gift of faith, it can profit me. When I am operating in the gift of faith, it can profit or benefit, the word means, it can benefit you. And so that's why these gifts are in operation. You know, we've kind of made them difficult and hard and, and thought, you know, we don't want to study them because maybe that's too deep and, you know, we may mess it up. Well, we're not striving for perfection here of the word. The only perfect person who ever lived is Jesus Christ. We're striving for the progress in the word. We're resting in him for, for the, the progress of that word in our life and, and not to be perfect in every little detail of our uh, discernment of it or our understanding of it. The Holy Spirit will reveal those things to us as we grow and as we mature in him. But gifts are, are wonderful. Gifts are fun. Gifts are advantageous to us. Gifts are awesome. And so uh, gifts aren't a heavy thing of all oh, the gifts of the spirit and we don't want to talk about those. No, gifts are wonderful. Everybody just say that with me. Gifts are wonderful. And if gifts is a part of your love language, you know what I'm talking about and you love gifts. So we, we receive these gifts uh, with that lightness, that lightheartedness, that joy that Jesus Christ intended for us to have through the power of the Holy Spirit. So we look at faith, uh, that, that gift of faith in 1 Corinthians 12 and 9. And just to define what faith is, we look at uh, one, uh, just a, a, a um, Webster's dictionary definition would be that it's belief and trust in and loyalty to God. It's a belief. It's, it's a knowing of who he is. And uh, when we're talking about the gift of faith, there are those times that we need that extra measure, that extra, extraordinary ability to believe God. And sometimes that will happen in, maybe a service where you're gathered together with people and you're praying and you're believing and the presence of God comes. Maybe you've been worshiping, ministering to the Lord and the, the atmosphere is just saturated with his presence. And then that gift of faith comes that ushers in healing and deliverance and salvation and people's lives are changed. And usually one has to step out in that gift of faith and operate in that faith. So when we look at faith in scripture, we look at um, kind of the definition of faith and what faith is. Um, one of the main scriptures that we think about is Romans 12 and 3 that talks about there is a measure of faith that is given at salvation. So really we're talking about, and that is the foundation of our faith in Jesus Christ, that measure of faith. And that faith grows and grows and grows in our walk with the Lord and our lifetime of getting in the word and studying. Our faith grows. Doubt and unbelief decrease and faith and hope in Jesus Christ increases as we get in the word. But 
you know, at salvation, we're all given that measure of faith, that, um, that, little, that amount that it took for us to take that step of faith, to give our life to Jesus Christ. And then as we go, it grows. Well, the gift of faith through the Holy Spirit that we're talking about in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 is an extraordinary gift that comes on us through the power of the Holy Spirit at different times where we need him in our life. And who doesn't need that or want that? Amen. I've always been taught don't pray for faith because then you'll have opportunities in your life to have to, or don't pray for patience or faith because then you'll have to exercise faith and patience. But in this situation, we want, we want to invite the gift of faith into our life. We want to ask God to bring that gift of faith and to operate through us to others, to profit others, to benefit others so that their faith will be built up. Now, uh, Hebrews 11 and 1, and that really has kind of been a chapter that has been referred to as the chapter of faith or a hall of faith. It says, and you know the scripture, now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So faith is in the spirit realm. It's, it's not something that we can tangibly see, but it's something that we can feel. We know that it's real. We know that it's alive. We know that faith is the substance of things hoped for. Romans 10 and 17 says, so faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So when we hear the word, when you're tuning in each week and and we're so glad you're here and that you are tuning in. I pray you're hearing the word. We just want to saturate you with the word. We want to just shower you with the word of God. And, um, and then your faith comes. Your faith is built. And that foundation of faith is built in your life so that the Holy Spirit, when he wants to come on you with that gift, that extra measure of the gift of faith, that's already been a, a foundation in your life. It's already been established through the word of God and hearing the word of God. I think that's why it's so important for us to be in church every week and to, to sit under a pastor who's preaching the word of God, teaching the word of God. I think that's why Christian media is so important, radio and television and podcasts and keeping that word alive and going in your homes and in your heart, in your cars, you know, so that you're being built up by in your most holy faith. And then we look at um, uh, 2 Corinthians 5 and 7. It says, we walk by, what's that? Faith and not by sight. Amen. I hear you sound good and strong today. We walk by faith, by faith. We don't walk by what we see but we walk by what we hear the Holy Spirit speaking to us. And that, again, is being led by the Holy Spirit. And how many of you know that is the best life that we can possibly live? Amen. Uh, Hebrews 11 and 6. It is impossible to please God without faith. Amen. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. He wants us to believe, and he called Abraham a friend. He is my friend because he believed me. When I told him to get from this place and go to a place I will show you, he did it. He obeyed God because he believed him. He had faith in him. 
Galatians 2 and 16 says, Yet we know that a person is not justified by works of the law, but through faith in Jesus Christ. So faith, again, is that foundation of our relationship with Jesus Christ. It keeps us from being in doubt and unbelief and getting into darkness and getting off course and getting into the traps that Satan would try to set in our life. So we need faith. Everybody say, I need faith. Amen. Mark 11, 22 and 24. Jesus said, have faith in God. If you can say to this mountain, be taken up and thrown into the sea, does not doubt in his heart, but believes that therefore I tell you whatsoever you ask and believe you have received it and it will be yours. We'll see the the basis of that, the foundation of that is faith. And so we must have faith in God. We must have faith in the Holy Spirit, that the Holy Spirit is just as real he is just as evident and just as powerful. His presence is with you right where you're watching, whether you're in a hotel room or hospital room or at home. It, it's just, or maybe listening on a, a podcast or something. He's just as real sitting there with you. And we know that by faith, not by sight, but by faith, we know that the Holy Spirit is there. I was thinking about it at Thanksgiving. We were counting the number of people who are going to be at the table. And I believe we said there'll be 11. And I said, you know what, Mom? There'll be 12 because the Holy Ghost will be at the head of our table. The Holy Spirit is here. And you know, that may sound crazy, but we have to remind ourselves that there is that spirit realm and the Holy Spirit is present. And there are angels, there are angelic hosts that are there with us, helping us, ministering, they're there with you today, but we know that by faith. Amen. So faith is important, and the gift of faith is important. I love what Martin Luther said about faith. He said, faith is taking the first step even when you don't see the whole staircase. That was Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr. And um, you've always heard this i'm sure feed your faith and your fears will starve to death let your faith be bigger than your fears and max Lucado said this he said faith is not the belief that god will do what you want it is the belief that god will do what is right and we know that his ways are higher than our ways his thoughts are higher than our thoughts they're greater than our thoughts the word says and so we just trust him he's going to work it all out we don't know how he's going to do it. We don't know when he's going to do it. We don't know what, what, what strategy he's going to use to work it out, but we have faith that he's going to do it. You know, that's the kind of faith that Abraham had. That's the kind of faith that Moses had when he led the Israelites out of captivity and had to, you know, rely on God to provide water and, and manna and food. That's the kind of faith that Noah built the ark with. And that's the kind of faith that Joshua marched around the walls of Jericho and they fell. So we need that gift of faith. Hallelujah. In our life. I look at uh, Romans 8 and uh, 5 through 13. It talks about the centurion and um, and um, or, or the account, excuse me, not in Romans, but he says, uh, Lord, I have. I, I am not worthy to have you come under my roof, but just say the word and my servant will be healed. For I am 
myself, a man under authority with soldiers under me, and I tell one to go, and he goes, and another to come, and he comes. I tell my servant to do something, and he does it. And when Jesus heard this, he marveled, and he said to those following him, Truly, I tell you, I have not found anyone in Israel with such great faith. So faith attracted Jesus to this centurion. He, he liked that about him, and he, he encouraged him. And, and those words have been uh, written down in history. We'll always know that Jesus loved people of faith, people who believed in him. And he wants you to have faith. He wants me to have faith. He wants us to have the gift of faith. We don't have to strive for it. We don't have to work at it. We don't have to uh, get into um, striving and difficulty, but God gives it to us as a gift through the power of the Holy Spirit. You know, just some personal examples of faith for me. I think about, uh, I was on a program here at WATC called The Christian View, which uh, was started back in 2014 by my dear friend Jackie Carpenter, who was the, our executive producer and founder, and also um, some, a support team as well. And uh, we all shared in the production costs. And, and I have a lot of people ask me from time to time, do you, you get paid to do that television? You get paid to be on there? And I kind of laugh and say, you know, no, well, no, I, I'm not in earthly terms, not in earthly money, but the benefits are heavenly. Amen. And they are indeed. But we all had to step out by faith. And that's when I needed that extraordinary gift of faith. But you know what? I used just a measure of my faith in that situation because the amount that we paid for the production cost was the amount that Edward and I were paying a car payment for a, a, a car that we owned at the time. And we had just paid the car off, and we were so happy that we paid this car off. It was so wonderful. So based on that, I told the ladies that I would be a part of the Christian View and that I would be able to help share in the production cost for that program. And... Um, the next week after I told them I would be on the program, guess what happened? You know it. The car broke down and Edward took it to a mechanic and the mechanic said, the transmission is gone. He says, I would recommend that you get a new car. He said, you know, there's no need to put that much money into this car. It's just not going to, it's not going to work properly. So that's what we did, and I thought, okay, well, now I'm going to have to figure out a way to pay for this car. Of course, see, that's how we do in our intellect. We think we got to figure everything out rather than, you know, relying on our faith. And I said, well, I can't do the Christian view. So you see, that wasn't faith at all, was it? I needed an extraordinary gift of faith at that particular time to step out and do the will of God. And so... You know what happened? The, the story goes, we stepped out by faith. God met that need every single month. We were never late. We were never a penny short. God provided. We took a step of faith to do the Christian view. We were on there for five years. God blessed it, and then he opened the door to do Always More TV. Well, when we started Always More TV, I think I had about enough faith for about five programs, 
It took me a year. I met with our fam fam folks here, our friends and family here at WATC and our manager, Greg West and Michael Vallone, and they encouraged me. And from the time I met them to, to 12 months later, I still had not stepped out by faith to start the program. And the Lord just supernaturally gave me the faith, that gift of faith to step out and not to, you know, know where the money was coming from. And do you know what? The Lord has blessed it. The Lord has honored it. And we've been able to now do over 50 programs of Always More TV. We went in one year from one station to nine stations. It's on every day of the week, I think, except for Monday. Maybe it is on Monday. I'm not sure. But the Lord has blessed it. So see, when you need that extra measure of faith, God will back it up and he will bring that faith to you through the power of the Holy Spirit. And I just want to say thank you to each of you who have been tuning in and who have been regular um, viewers of the program and prayed for us and just blessed us with feedback. We, we need to hear from you. We need to know that you're listening and that you're tuning in. We know that by faith, but we want some evidence of that faith. And if you would, go to our Facebook page, go to the Instagram page, Always More TV, go to the YouTube and like it and share it with friends who need the power of the Holy Spirit, who need the gifts of the Spirit operating in their life. And we would be so grateful just to hear from you and just to know that you're there and that you're being blessed. I was telling Paul, our editor, a little while ago that um, I, I was recently at, I, I was helping my father-in-law move, and we were at the trash dump in, in the city where he lived. And the lady that was operating and managing it, you could see her sitting behind in an office behind the windows. She came running out. And she said, I know you. She said, you're, are you on TV? I said, yes, ma'am, I am. And I was so embarrassed because I looked terrible that day and just, you know, didn't have myself together. She said, oh, I watch every week. And so, you know, everywhere we go, and she and I just sat there and had a wonderful conversation, and she just encouraged me so, so much, you know, we want to know, we want to know that you are learning and growing in the Holy Spirit and that you are operating in that gift of faith. I want to hear from you. How are you walking in that gift of faith? How have you seen the gift of faith operating in your life? Because we need him more and more. You know, we need, we need the gift of faith to believe God for things that we're facing and for others. I have so many friends now who are facing cancer, really serious situations. And so those of us who have been called alongside or around those wonderful friends, we need that gift of faith to stay strong and not waver in our faith. So if you're facing a health battle or you're facing a an insurmountable financial need, whatever it is, we want to stand with you with that gift of faith and we want to believe God that he's going to meet that need, he's going to heal your body, he's going to touch you in a powerful way and we want to stand with you that the Holy Spirit will impart the gift of faith in your life. Amen. 
And we need the gift of faith to stay out of doubt and unbelief. We, we, we cannot allow ourselves to get into doubt that God's not going to move, that God's not going to work, that God's going to wait to the last minute and it'll be too late. No, God is an on-time God and he is the God of the impossible and nothing is too difficult for him. And we believe God for a good report. And we're not going to budge on that. We're not going to waver on that. Well, see, that is the gift of faith that he has given us to stand with you and for you to stand with us and those that are, that are in your life. And uh, we need that gift of faith for the day we're living in because the Bible says we'll face persecution. We'll face sorrows. We will face situations that will be, uh, it, it's going to become darker and darker but the church is becoming brighter and brighter. Well, why are we becoming brighter? Because we have faith. We have faith in God that he's going to move. So today, if you are facing uh, any health battles and you have sought God, you've prayed, you've asked everybody to pray for you and, and you don't know what to do, you've, you've had your church praying, you've had friends praying, but you still haven't seen a breakthrough, we're going to ask God for the extra measure of faith, that gift of faith to come on you for financial battles and struggles. If you're facing a financial battle that is just bigger than you ever imagined in your whole life, and I know there are some of you out there who are facing situations like this. I've heard from you. You've written in. You've told us. We've been standing with you and praying. You need the gift of faith. It's okay to pray for the gift of faith in situations. So you'll keep going and know that God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Maybe you're facing a marital battle or an emotional battle. Maybe you have battled depression and you need a gift of faith that you're not going to be, you know, they used to say that saying, I'm in the dark night of the soul. I'm just in the dark night of the soul. Well, no, you're not. By the gift of faith, I speak to you in Jesus' name that you're coming out of that depression and that God is putting on you the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness and that you're coming out of that oppression and that depression. And God has a great future for you. So whatever your situation is that you're facing today, let's just pray and ask God to give you the gift of faith and, and that he will impart it to you and through you. Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, I pray for my friends watching today, and I ask you in your name, Lord, that you will flood them and fill them with the power of the Holy Spirit. Lord, I ask that you would activate, stir up all nine gifts in, in each person watching today. Lord, that you would flood them with your spirit, God, that you would give them that gift of faith, that extraordinary faith that will come on them to believe you for, for themselves and for others, for their families, that you will intervene, that you will change the situation. And we give you all the praise, Father, and the glory and the honor. And Lord, I ask that you would save, that you would <coughs> reach down, Jesus, that you would deliver and save any person who doesn't know you today. Lord, that's the greatest gift we could ever receive. And we thank you, Father, for it now in Jesus' name. Well, thank you so much for being with us today. You are wonderful. We pray the Lord bless you and be with you. And we ask that you'll just tune in the next time as we continue to learn and grow.
in the gift of the Spirit. God bless you. This program is brought to you by Heritage Christian Fellowship Incorporated and faithful friends like you. Your tax-deductible donation to Heritage Christian Fellowship Incorporated, founded 1974, will be used to support this program. To find out more about how you can be a part of sending the gospel through Always More, contact us at alwaysmoretv.org.